Options Podcast. Welcome everyone to a bonus episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast with your ever-faithful host, Joel McDonald, that is me, and as always, my very, very good friend and co-host, Mr. Kyron Morrison. How are you doing? Good, sir. I saw Spider-Verse and it was amazing. <laughs> yes, yes, Kyron, yes. God, I, that makes me so amped. Like, oh. Just my favorite Spider-Man movie, probably my favorite animated movie. Definitely yeah. my favorite movie of last year. Just tick, 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 tick. All the ticks in the boxes, it, it gets them all. All the gold yeah. stars. When I was talking to you and you were like, oh, I hope it lives up to the hype. And right, right. I'm like, I feel like, I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, it will. Yeah. It absolutely will. I'm just always so paranoid. I'm like, I'm, oh, al- I'm always ready. I'm like, people have hyped this up so much. Oh yeah, absolutely. A bit like, um, honestly, like minutes into the movie, I was like, I have no concerns anymore. This is going to be fantastic. No. For, do you know what it was? From the, the, the Sony pictures, like. Oh yeah. I, I like slam opening card slate thing i was like yeah i'm in let's go i'm ready for another hour and 40 of this let's 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 fucking roll let's do it oh so good so good yeah. but let's not dilly dilly dally around dilly i think dally, it's shilly, shilly. yeah whoa 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 uh let's get stuck into business uh this is a bonus episode of uh the dialogue options podcast it is a sort of a a companion piece to our 2018 Game of the Year episode, uh, if you've listened to that. Thank you. Uh, And we hope you get just as much enjoyment out of this as you did from that. But this is, of course, our Video Games Battle Royale. Uh, Now, we did change the name last year to the Battle Royale. It was originally called Kill Your Babies. We didn't really like the sound of that. It's a little bit uh, too on the nose, I guess. Yeah, too too macabre for my liking. Yeah, yeah. and Too grim. Yeah, exactly. Following the trend... Of uh, of of video games and and battle royale being a very prominent feature in that uh in that world, uh we decided that uh we we would call the video games battle royale. Um, so yeah, here we are. We have a list in front of us that we've compiled of thirty games that released in the year twenty eighteen. Uh, we are going to go through. Well, if you're not familiar with how the video games battle royale works. Uh, this is where we sort of celebrate and, you know, uh, obliterate, I guess, as well, uh, uh, the year that was and look back fondly over the games that we played, were released, and, and everything in between. And um, so, yeah, we've got a list of 30 games. We're going to go through them and take it in turns by eliminating one from the list until eventually we come down to one final game, which is the Dialogue Options Game of the Year for 2018. Okay? So we've got our own personal lists where we have our own personal thoughts and our own personal uh, feelings on, on the games that we played, especially uh, from 2018. But this is sort of a way to sort of look back on things that were released and uh, have a little bit of fun with it. And murder so, our way to number one. <laughs> basically, yeah. There can only be one. To our uh, victory royale. That's what it is, isn't it? I guess chicken dinner's Fortnite. old news. Yeah. Uh, hey, look. I, you can't deny that PUBG's on the way out, really. Oh, you will not hear me denying it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Um, so, the list of games that we have uh, to present for the Video Games Battle Royale, our competitors for this evening, are as follows. Red Dead Redemption 2, God of War, Spider-Man, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Super Mario Party, Dragon Ball Fighters, Monster Hunter World, Forza Horizon 4, Sea of Thieves, Celeste, 
Into the Breach, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, Detroit Become Human, The Messenger, Dead Cells, Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Spyro Reignited Trilogy, Gree, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Octopath Traveler, Florence, Iconoclasts, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life, Lost Sphere, Metal Gear Survive, Kirby Star Allies, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, Battlefield 5, Valkyria Chronicles 4, and finally, the Persona Dancing Collection. So That's a, that's a good list. That's a real good list. It's going to be real tough. It's going to be real tough. Cool. All right. Well, shall we get stuck into it then, Karen? Yes, Joel, but I want you to know, before we, before we do anything here, I still consider you my friend. Yes, likewise. It's important to say that because there are some games on here that I can see you desiring to knock out. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh, I'm, and I'm I... Gonna try, I'm going to try and fight it. I'm going to try and fight it, Joel. That's okay. <laughs> I did get told by by someone from after last year's that I was not being ruthless enough, so I'm going to hopefully rectify that this year. I'm, uh, I'm already sizing up that list, Karen. Oh, I bet you are. I've got a couple in my sights, man. Oh. Uh, whew. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. I, I, who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? Joel, Would you like to look, go first? Joel. I'll let you go first. Okay. I'll let you go first. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you know what? I'm going to come out swinging Dragon Age. Dragon Age? Uh, Dragon Quest. Quest. Dragon Quest. Yeah. Oh, like, out of 30 games, like all 30. Hey. That's that's someone you're taking first? I'm just, I'm just listening to the audience, and apparently it was not ruthless enough. So, look, no holds barred this year. I'm, I'm coming out swinging. Let's go. Let's let's get into it. All right, then. Well, I guess goodbye, Dragon Quest. Uh, <laughs> you were a very good game. <laughs> yes. No, you state your case. State your case. I mean, you did. Not, you mentioned it briefly in the in the game of the year episode, but I just give it its this juice. this this game could finally be the thing that breaks Dragon Quest into the West. It has struggled in the past, and like, obviously, it has its failings mostly soundtrack which i feel like every time i bring it up i've harped on that and it's just that disappointing it's, it's either you or me bringing it up going yeah but the soundtrack though Kyron. and you're like yeah i know but still yeah but still the game's good yeah but yeah look i mean rest in peace dragon quest 11 maybe we'll get to talk about you again when you come out on switch yeah i might play it we'll see we'll see how it goes <laughs> such a commitment yeah. it's like i'm Maybe I'll just see. Well, it doesn't exist anymore, so it's gone. True. It's, so I guess you're not playing it. It's it's out. Kyron, you're up. Oh, coming out swinging, huh, Joel? <laughs> Sizing up this list. There's, there's some games on here that I honestly just kind of give the old shoulder shrug to. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first pick, Mario Party. Ooh. It's gone. It's in the bin. I do, look. I don't blame you. I, I, I don't blame you. I had a lot of fun with Mario Party. I like I played a lot. I when, remember the day we got it. Um, my wife and I brought it home because she really wanted to play it as well. And we literally played the first two boards uh, in the afternoon before I went to work. I went to work and came home. And when I got home, she I, I sat down on the couch and she sort of looked at me. We were silent for a bit, and she looked at me and she's like, "Do you want to play the other two now?" And I'm like, "Ah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Fire that shit up." So. <laughs> And we played through the other two, and I ha- we had so much fun. We were laughing, we were getting grumpy at each other, but like in a friendly way. Like it was, it was so much fun. Um, it's the best Mario Party in years, I think. Um, since I can't even remember, but yeah, I, look, I don't blame you for getting rid of that. 
it's it's such a shame it doesn't exist anymore it doesn't exist yeah what am i going to play with my wife now nothing ouch no 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 you'll play the the game that basically replaced its position in the switch library as the party game to have well play smash (laughs) hey she won't let she doesn't want to play it she doesn't like to play it. She's like, I, I tried to get her to play it a couple of times. I'm like, look, we'll play on a team together. We can do like a team battle against computers. And she's like, no, nah, it doesn't really interest me. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll play it by myself again. Then. It's a shame because Mario Party's gone. It is. It is gone. Mario Party is gone. All right. I, I like we've both taken out. <laughs> not, not games that we both have, you know, we both, like neither of them sort of placed on our lists. No. But they're definitely games that, I don't know, I enjoyed Dragon Quest and you enjoyed Mario Party. There's other games on this list that I'm looking at going, how did you... So- you just strolled through round the first two rounds just going, oh, that was easy. I know, yeah. There's, <laughs> yeah, there's like the last five we added pretty much or so. Like yeah, five or six that we added. It's like, there's some well, garbage like complete there. afterthoughts. There's absolute garbage there. All right, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be nice this time. Let's get rid of Lost Sphere. Lost Sphere, that's fair. Uh, we didn't play it, so... <laughs> No, and you know the sad thing? I didn't feel the need to, because from everything I saw about the game, it sort of was just a lot like I Am Setsuna. Right. And, you know, fair enough, Square made Tokyo RPG Factory to make all these throwback JRPGs, but do you know what they did the best job, like Square published this year, did that job well? It was Octopath. <laughs> yeah, Octopath. Like, Octopath was great and is what Lost Sphere should have endeavoured to be more like. I get that Lost Sphere is like a smaller budget game, but... Yeah, too much, too similar to I Am Setsuna, a game in itself which didn't really blow me away. Yeah, so yeah. The, the general idea I think of uh, Tokyo RPG Factory was to sort of maybe explore different avenues and do different things and try out little smaller scale things what? that they could yeah. incorporate. But so far, they've released two games that are, from what I hear, pretty identical. So and basically play like Chrono Trigger, which is yeah. fine because mm. Chrono Trigger's combat system is very good, mm. and more games should definitely look at that. One hundred percent. But yeah, this one, this one wasn't it. Yeah, nope, nope. So that's uh, number twenty-eight gone. What's your What's your next pick, Aaron? Okay, all right. I don't know if I want to go for the low-hanging fruit yet. <laughs> but you know what? If you took out Lost Sphere, I am going to take out Metal Gear Survive. Metal Gear Survive. Yep. Get rid of it. It's gone. Excellent. I think we both knew what this game was going to be when it was announced, and it was exactly what it was going to, what we thought it would be. Yeah, a flaming pile of garbage. Um, like a, che- a quick cash in with yeah. the same engine, a lot of the same assets. Yeah, and from what I gather, not fun gameplay. Narratively, it was a, 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 like just all over the place, and charge for an extra character slot. <laughs> yeah, as I say, microtransactions at the bloody wazoo. Yeah, so no, you're, you're right. I think that's that's totally fair. That's a good, a good call. We'll, we'll knock that off the list. I put it on there as a joke, but no, it's fair. Like um, that was the biggest one. But I'm like watching us knock out these games. I'm like, how was Metal Gear not the first? I took out Dragon <laughs> Quest Eleven before that. I took yeah. out Mario Party. Like you took you t- you went for blood. I went for blood. And yeah. then Metal Gear was just like, yeah, that went pretty well for me. Yeah, he's like, they're like, oh, I'm still here. Yay! Don't get too comfortable. Didn't come last. Yeah. Imagine if we forgot about it. We just get down. There's like three games left, and that's one of them. That's oh. my, like, I'm trying to carefully study the list each time because that's my biggest fear, just, like, leaving <laughs> a game till the end and just forgetting it was there. <laughs> um, all right. Hmm. 
What shall I take off next? I'm going to go for Nino Kuni 2. You will find no resistance from me. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, But yeah, I played some of that game and I enjoyed it for the most part, but I found myself having no drive to go back and finish it. Um, The changes they made from the first one, I think were quite good, but ultimately it just sort of fell a little flat. Uh, And I can't really put my thumb on why it was just, yeah. So for me, like it's man, it's a, it's a charming adventure. Uh, The combat is a lot of fun. The, especially adding like the little higgledies to sort of make the combat feel a bit more dynamic, giving you like extra abilities you could do, like turning it into action instead of a turn-based one that the first Nino Kuni was. Yeah. But when it comes down to it, the soundtrack really didn't do much for me. And the game itself was, it never really pushed back and it's fine. I, games don't have to be hard, but especially in like a JRPG, that's going to be like a great many hours. Yeah. I kind of want something that's going to hold my attention, especially if the story is not doing much for me. And the story is pretty, pretty simple. Again, it's fine. It's serviceable, but there were better JRPGs this year. Dragon Quest XI was one of them. Yeah, well, what are you talking about, Kyron? I don't know. What, what, what's that game? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, fine. righty. What do you got for me, Kyron? Okay, so I am going to destroy oh, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it safe I'm gonna destroy Kirby Star Allies Kirby Star Allies okay yeah no fair enough um, I mean it's great that game has actually had a pretty good like post game DLC like support yeah um, I actually heard a really interesting, a really great story about that game. Uh, I was watching Kind of Funny Games cast today. Uh, Jared Petty was saying about how over the Christmas break he went and visited, him and his wife went and visited two of their really good friends who just ha- have a kid who's about three, almost four years old. And uh, he was like, Uncle Jared bought the Switch. And like nice. he, got, he got to introduce this kid to video games because did, they didn't really have video games in their house. So yeah. the first thing he played with with this little boy was um kirby star allies i think it's a good pick like and I was the like, demo oh. was fun yeah like and i think it's it's low stakes um apparently it's a lot of fun when you're playing with people as well it's a lot it's, more that's fun. what i hear um but yeah i look it didn't set the world on fire we didn't play it so um you know i i guess we can't really comment too much more on it but yeah, I, I that it was just that little story though made me go okay. That's an interesting. That's a good one to keep in yeah. in mind. I think I've I've heard some. Yeah, I've heard that it, the game isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a, it's a fine little Kirby game, but it doesn't really go much further beyond that. Yeah, and I kind of think again the way the last few years have been to stand out, you do have to go a little bit at least above and beyond. And this game, whilst serviceable, didn't really do that. No, no, not at all. Um, okay, uh, Kyron, bef- bef- just before we go on, uh, I realise we probably should have thirty-one games in this list because we didn't put one on there. And I'm gonna, what I'm we- just gonna take a double turn here and just eliminate this one now because I don't think it was gonna win. 
Oh, okay. Um, but uh, Pokemon, let's go. Oh, shit. A, you are spot on. A game that we both played. I won't add it to the list. I just just thought I'd mention that here. A game that we so both played. Is that, is that the one you're deleting? Well, no. I figured I'd take it because it's not part of the list. I'll just okay. We'll just mention it here because it's a game we both played and we both, for the most part, enjoyed. So I think it needed its time, yeah. you know, for us to reflect on it a little bit and uh, and give it its use. But I knew it wasn't going to win. It wasn't a game where I'm like, damn it, we should have had that one in. It would have changed the whole list. Um, yeah, honestly, like, Joel, I completely forgot to even consider it for my game of the year list, which honestly yeah. should say enough. The interesting thing that I found with that, uh, like, leading up to it, I was on the side that was pretty, like, I was not excited about the controls and, like, catching Pokemon being, like, go and stuff like that. Yeah. But in the end, after I played it, I actually kind of liked that mechanic. The fun, the strange flip side was the trainer battles were boring because the game was just super easy. Yeah. So, I don't know, I just was skipping trainers. I'm like, I don't need to fight you. I just don't need to fight you. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, It was, no- it is nice, though, as just, like, Oh yeah, the we, game is fine. We've mentioned before about video game comfort food, and that that is that is a pretty good example of that. By just you know you know the story pretty much, you know how the game plays, you know the map, you know the areas, you know the the gym leaders, all that stuff. You know the Pokemon, like all of them. Yeah. Like it's you know you're familiar oh, yeah, they, with every like single one. Yeah, if they throw out a Pokemon, you're like, cool. I know your type, therefore I know your weakness. For all for all the criticisms, I criticisms I throw at this game. They all melt away when I'm just cruising around on the back of my Haunter, being yeah. just a literal nightmare trainer going, hey, uh, this thing can kill you if it licks you. I'm just riding on it. What are you going to do about it? It is just Come at a, me. It is just a good vibes game. Uh, it is. And it's, it is fun just to like, on the Switch, it, it's just, I, I think we've mentioned this before. I was talking to maybe you over Christmas about this or something, but like so many, we've said for years, but like we'd love a home console version of Pokemon to play. Uh, on like on a big screen TV, and then we finally get it. And ironically, the way that I I play it almost exclusively is in handheld mode. So, it, and because just, of those motion controls. Well, there's that, but also like just because it is the the game to sit back on the couch and just chip away at. You don't feel like playing yeah. much. You don't feel like thinking too much about playing anything. You just jump in. You're like catch some Pokemon, have fun, and you know reminisce. I guess, but yeah. So but that, also, I just I do just think it plays much better in handheld mode yeah true yeah um but yeah unofficially i've like added to the list now but like it is also removed um did you want me to take us another go or do you want to do do you want me to count that um i reckon i reckon take another go but we should definitely count it because i think it's worth putting that game at least in to be deleted because it's it was a pretty big deal. It was one of Nintendo's like ten pole releases at the end of the year. Yeah, so. and it, from what I can tell, it sold really well. Yeah. Um, so, Joel, your reward for remembering that game is a second shot. Okay. All right. Cool. Now that's the question. What do I take out? You thought you were gonna get it. You were like you're like oh, excellent. Now I'll pass the buck on. Karen, I got a taste of blood now, so I'm I'm oh, no. I'm starting to feel starting to feel you know. I have those comments rolling around in my head. I'm not being vicious enough. So, oh, I've been safe for a couple of rounds, but what do I get rid of? Oh, I've got two that I could just, I, that I could cut. <laughs> yeah. And that would be, that would be really nasty and really vicious to you. And 
What's it going to be, McDonald? Uh, Octopath Traveler. That one actually does hurt a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, I, I look, I played the demo of this and I, I liked it and I meant to try and pick up the game, but I just, I don't know, I just never had felt that final push to make the purchase. Um, but it looks stunning and everything I've, that I played of the demo I, I, I did enjoy. But yeah, I'm just like I, I don't know. I just there's something that's not that's not pulling me back there. So yeah, I mean, I think you do have to sort of be into the old school JRPGs to be sold on it because even even if you were sort of interested in the demo, when you when you get the full game, man, this game doesn't mess around. You will be grinding a lot. Yeah, boss fights can go for nearly like half an hour sometimes. It's you know learning patterns and figuring out the best times to use what attacks and all that. And yeah, it's it's pretty honestly pretty hardcore as far as like any of the RPGs I've played in recent years. It really had me scratching my head in some boss encounters, and that's interesting. But I but like I said in, in the game of the year episode, I actually haven't finished it. I have put eighty hours into it, and I've played a lot of it. But when you add up the fact that it's got eight protagonists who each have I think three or four story chapters, mm. and then there is the like the end game boss that sort of they all get brought together. And then I think there is some post-game content. Like, this game is packed. And I yeah. don't know if I'll ever see the, see the credits. I will try probably this year sometime to go back to it. But, yeah. Rest in peace, Octopath Traveler. Yeah. Look, you know, claws are out, man. Yeah, I mean, look, sometimes sometimes good good games have to fall. But uh, on the flip side, what are you, you going to stab me with? Like I said, sometimes good games have to go. <laughs> Sometimes they're games like Forza Horizon Four. Oh, Karen, Karen. Do you know what? Do you know what? After we recorded our Game of the Year episode, I think it was last night or the night before, I came home from work and I sat on the couch and I went, "I'm going to play some Forza," and I just <laughs> I booted it up and I'm like, I played for like an hour, hour and a half, and I played some of the new what they, they added a new um story quest line, um called british racing green um about like classic british cars and stuff it was i'm like man this game is fun this game is so much fun and i chucked the soundtrack on again and and then i was listening using spotify listening to some like some uh some metalcore stuff as well i'm like yeah i'm feeling this this is so much fun but yeah i deserve that um it's gone now yeah over the horizon it, it goes um yeah, I, into, the, into the sunset. It, it will live on forever in my game of the year list, where I feel like it <laughs> it, it rightfully belongs. So, um, but yeah, no, gone but never forgotten. I don't blame you though. I do not blame you for that. Octopath Travel was a low blow. <laughs> um, shit, that's me, isn't it? It is. Ooh, do we keep rolling or do we just? Dial it back a bit. Um, I'm going to knock out... Look, I'm going to knock it. It has to happen. I'm going to knock out Battlefield. Battlefield 5. Um, Apparently actually had pretty disappointing sales figures, which honestly doesn't surprise me. Yeah, and I think that's why out of the two that I was choosing between them, which can be, you know, you could probably figure out the two that I was choosing between. um, I think that was the one that I think needed to go first, maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, when I think of Battlefield Five, I remember that awful reveal they had 
Yeah. That w- remember that weird pa- it was just this panel they streamed out. I don't even remember if they showed like the full trailer. They showed like the teaser trailer. And then they talked about things and stuff like for a, a good 15 20 minutes and then it sort of ended. And I was just left scratching my head going, "But wait, where's the battlefield?" And even even when we got to E3, like like the shit that was at E3 was all over the shop as well. Like it was so yeah. Cuz then we got like they're like, "Oh, Here's a little trailer for it, but you'll see the rest of the trailer tomorrow at Xbox's conference. Then we watch that, and it, we saw the rest of the trailer, but it still was like, this hey, does nothing. At least it wasn't as annoying as the Battlefield 1 trailer showing up at every press conference. True. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, the exact like, same the goddamn exact trailer. Same trailer. <laughs> uh, With never, that exact same gunshot. <laughs> I will never forget Brandon Jones from Easy Allies in their no, reactions. Oh, He was all of us in those moments. So funny. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah. yeah, look... Battlefield, like, from what I hear, if you're a Battlefield fan, this game is good, but it just didn't seem to, again, as far as, maybe it was, I mean, I think, obviously, DICE and EA are still hurting from Battlefront 2. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Even though they they took steps to amend it, like, I'm pretty sure this game has, much like Battlefront 2, like, DLCs free. It does have microtransactions for other stuff, but, like, the extra content will not cost extra, which is... Again, it's good when that happens. It is good, yeah. But then it it also comes down to how much of it is buying gear to be better. Yeah, again, I think it may have been cosmetic in this one. Okay. Again, I think they All learned right. a lot from Battlefront 2. I haven't played it, so I can't attest to that. Right, yeah, fair but, enough. But, yeah, from what I hear, if you're a Battlefield fan, this game is still fun. But when you look at the other shooter that came out next to it, it is hard to sort of give this game a look in. And that's despite the fact that at least... I will I will stand I will die on the hill, but thank God Battlefield Five had a campaign. Yeah, true. Yes, Battlefield. Hundred <laughs> percent. I yeah, I agree. Um but yeah. That's alright. Well Battlefield Five's gone. It's out of here. It's gone. Goodbye, Battlefield. Out Maybe of- Battlefield Six will be better. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> I yeah, don't hold your breath. I don't think it's gonna turn it around. Yeah. To be fair. Um uh, what do you guys? Alright. Cool boy. Okay. Uh, I am going to. There's a game I'm looking at, but I'm not sure if it's too cruel to take it out now. <laughs> it's not one that I don't. It's not one that you're a fan of. It's just one that I'm looking at. Going. I did have fun with you, but also I forgot about you within like a month of playing. I you. think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, you know what, Joel? I'm just gonna do it. I'm going to get rid of Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves, yep. I had a feeling that might have been the case. Um, like, we, I mean, we played it for a, a good few weeks, didn't we? We did, yeah. It's the reason that you guys bought me f- uh, for my 30th uh, an Xbox One, so we could play it. And, and then ultimately why I got an Xbox One. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, it did its job, I guess. And we all signed up for Games Pass at least for a month, so... And it still got me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still on it. Like, I've, I've been playing Ori on it, so... Um, My live has elapsed, and don't think I'm topping that up anytime soon. I think I'm still paying for that, too. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know, man. I'm a fucking mess of a human. Um, But, yeah, no, it was super fun. Uh, yes, the game was bare bones. Yes, they didn't add a whole lot to it with their DLCs. But, man, uh, there's just something about, like, just fun, like, good vibes getting out on a ship and just exploring and just... Yes. The amount of stuff that could go wrong and most likely did go wrong uh, and how much like fun we had with that. 
I do not regret it whatsoever. Um, even if I had purchased the Xbox One out of my own pocket, I would not have regretted buying it. Like it's no for that uh, we, reason. We had good times. I remember locking you in it. Was it you? We locked in a cell. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, in the brig and just sort of vomited on you as we drank a lot of booze. Yeah, you tortured me. Yeah, it was great. So great. Or even just like ringing the bells constantly on the ships, <laughs> and just lot, lot, like lots of little things, and like I do want to take the time to say. Like, thank you, Microsoft, for letting Rare create something. Because yeah. Sea of Thieves, I mean, they're not done with it. They're still adding to it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So and this game could a... easily be the new No Man's Sky, but suddenly in, like, maybe six months' time, it's just like, whoa, this is a good, like, a really good game. Like, they add, like, a like more missions and actual, like, a mission, like, a quest line or something like that. Yeah, something that, because my biggest problem with that game is there's a progression system, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Um, if I, I mean, like, I, I haven't been keeping, my finger hasn't been on the pulse of Sea of Thieves updates recently. No. But as far as I know, it isn't there yet. And that's the biggest thing. Like, I can, I'm happy to sort of upgrade gear, but I kind of want there to be something I get out of it. And I'm not sure if they've done that yet. And that's a bit, if they, if they do that, I will honestly give this game a second look. Yeah, likewise. I, I, I'll, jump back into that i'll i think I've, i don't think i deleted it either i think i've still got it downloaded so i've still got it downloaded yeah. it's been patching like whenever i boot up my xbox <laughs> um i think i'll just yeah i'll i'll definitely jump back into it if that's something that they they uh improved upon um but yeah i think you're 100 correct in in dropping that one there um okay all right i've got a couple to pick between or maybe yeah three Let's go with Iconoclasts. I'm taking that one out, Karen. That's fine. <laughs> That's all you got to say fine. for it? Uh, yeah. I, I, it was a game I bought... F- like, this was Iconoclasts, right? Yeah, Iconoclasts. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a game I bought for my Switch. I was like, I'm going to play this, like, during PAX. And I played it on the train down yep. and back, and then I never sort of booted it up again. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, again, game's good. It's like a, it's a solid sort of throwback, uh, like platformer with v- those wonderful crisp pixel graphics. Yeah. But man, there's also a fair amount of story, and the story is good. But sometimes I just want a platform, mm-hmm. and there'd be like text boxes, text boxes, and I just wanted to get through them, and I felt bad. I always feel bad, especially in like an indie smaller game when I'm like trying to skip the story. So I just felt too bad to go back to it to, to finish it. <laughs> and the fact that you felt like that when there is another game on this list that did the same thing, but did it right, I guess? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, because, yeah, I was into a lot of the writing for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it was a game I meant, I meant to give more time to. I think I watched the Game Grumps play it. It's a, it was a, well, was it a plus game this month or was it a plus game last month? It was one of the two. Oh, was it? Shit, yeah, I, don't think, I don't think I tagged it. <laughs> I want to say it may... Like, check Plus, because it was either this month or last month. Shit. It was the Vita version, but it was like the cross-platform version of oh, PS4. Really? Fuck, I hope I tagged it. Maybe I didn't. Oh, damn. All right. I'll have to have a look at that. Because uh, that might that might make me actually check it out. But, yep, I had no attachment to it, unfortunately. That's apart fine. from the fact that it looked... Like, what I saw of it looked pretty. But, yeah. And the fact that I hadn't heard you, like, talk about it at all... <laughs> Because my plan was like, I'm going to play this. I'm going to bring it to the podcast. And I played it for like two or three hours. And then I just didn't go back. I'm like, maybe I won't. So I didn't 
play enough to really say anything about it. Yeah, you didn't even t- yeah, like I said, you didn't even say anything to me about it. You were just like, I remember like hearing that you bought it and you were going to play it, and then that, <laughs> and was, that all. was it. So it's it's a good game. It's just it didn't didn't hook me. And I, in a year like twenty eighteen, like that's unfortunately sometimes you got to know when to cut and run. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. All right. What do you got for me, Karen? Okay. I mean, it's starting to get trickier now. Mm-hmm. But because I'm not really into the genre, I'm going to take out Black Ops 4. Fair enough. Yep. Again, I am just not a, I'm not a huge shooter fan. And even though I hear the Battle Royale mode in this game is really good, and yes. that's honestly the biggest hook for me. And also very impressive because I think a lot of people were like, oh, of course they're doing Battle Royale. Um, I mean, I think I, we were, I'm pretty sure, because yeah, 100%. It, it just sort of, it, it seemed like they were jumping on the uh, on the bandwagon. But over time, I realized that as good as both Fortnite and PUBG are, and again, I know, well, Fortnite less so, but PUBG was made sort of by like a, a smaller team, mm-hmm. so I could sort of see it. But then it just dawned on me that like, if you take those mechanics and like add them into what is like Treyarch makes a tight shooter. Yes. They And they make yes. like the Call of Duty games, if nothing else, they are solid. Oh yeah. And considering and that, this was like back to, you know, boots on the ground. Yeah. No like jetpacks and double jumps and, and robot legs and whatnot. So this was sort it of It just came at it came at the cost of a campaign. It did. It did. But um from what I hear that yeah, Blackout was a really solid mode that did stand up on its own and it was own like deserves the attention and then on top of that as well zombies was the most accessible it's ever been yes um so i looked i you know hats off to them for actually you know pulling yeah. it off i mean i'm still i'm 99 percent sure next year's call of duty will have a story mode oh yeah absolutely um yeah there was a because it, it, it's um is it infinity ward next I I've lost track of the of the rotation. Who, honestly, who made ghosts? Because I'm pretty sure it's them. I next. think that was Infinity Ward. Yeah, because they've come out and said that it's not ghosts too. Like I think a lot of people were expecting that, but they were like Modern nope. Warfare Five. Let's go. Oh shit! You know what? Not out of the realm of possibility. I it's don't. really yeah, not. Yeah, I think that could be a. It's it, Modern Warfare is almost retro at this point. It's like it it's is. like throwback it game is. now, so And honestly we we got Black Ops four, so True. Yeah. Alright, yeah, draft your tweets, I reckon. That's not a bad <laughs> Whew. I mean, hey, like honestly with Activision's track record, it should only be a couple of months and we should know what it is. True, very or true. It'll 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 leak any day now. And then two weeks later EA will just be like, Oh and us too. Don't forget about us. We're here as well. See, I don't know what EA is going to do this year. I don't because I know six is Battlefield Six isn't happening. There's no way, and I don't think Battlefront is either. So I guess we'll see. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Hardline Two. There we go. You heard it here. Bad first. Company. Fucking do Bad Company Three. <laughs> Shit, yes. That's the dream, isn't it? And then fucking remaster one and two and put it out as a collection. At least two. Uh, I'd be happy with both, but yeah, at least I two. would be. But- if I picked one, like, Bad Company 2 is really fun. It's the one I never fucking finished the story of either. I played heaps of that game multiplayer as well, so I would be down for Battle, uh, a Bad Company 2 remaster. But yeah, I am very curious to see what EA does yeah. this year. That, the trailer for that game is still one of my favorite game trailers. 
for Bad Company too. Yeah, yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, very good. Um, cool. All right, back to me. All right, I'm gonna knock out another relatively easy one because I don't think you were super keen on it, and I haven't played it. Um, Detroit Become Human. Yeah, look, I did play it. But again, as people who listened to the last Game of the Year episode know, it did not feature in my list. No, and I remember you being on the show and off the show, like being sort of pretty up and like up in the air about it. Um, I have heard a yeah. lot of people that really did enjoy it um, and thought it was. I, quite I mean, good. I will I will happily go on the record and say that I think it is the best Quantic Dream game, mm. and I think that it has the like it's the closest David Cage David Cage and his team have gotten to like that narrative driven story like adventure game that they've been trying to do it's just there were some some holes in it still some characters i sort of hoped would do more but honestly the storyline of uh oh shit i am blanking on his name now uh oh what's his name the uh, oh god it's not cole is it no it's connor connor there we are connor's story Honestly, very good. I really liked his stuff. The other two were serviceable, and I mean, I don't want to downplay what what messages were inside their narratives, even if sometimes they were a bit on the nose. <laughs> but I, I really liked Connor's story. It definitely, it had its hooks in me more than the other two. Like honestly, if you if you are interested in Quantic Dreams games, and you were like, I don't know if I want to play Detroit. Like I can tell you that if you like, if you are interested in those sort of games, pick it up. It's good, but yeah, yeah, it's. I definitely want to get to it. Um, it's definitely a game I do want to get to it because I do like Quantic Dream stuff. Um, I didn't play Beyond Two Souls, but it seems like I made a good life choice there. But, yeah, no, that that's a that's a skip. I mean, that is a skip for that all the massive plot holes that Heavy Rain had. I really liked that game. Look, the first time playing through that game, I don't think I'll ever capture that moment with any other story game again. Like mm-hmm. it was. But, like, yeah, once you finish it and you think back on what you've done, you're like, man, there's a lot of questionable things that happen. Like, man, Ethan was just willing to just get it on with Madison. Yep. His son's in a storm drain, probably drowning. Mm-hmm. Also, he just cut his finger off. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah. And, and I think, yeah. when Especially when you're going back through it again, because you're like, oh, man, yeah. I want to see what else I can do. And then you start going, wait a minute. Oh, no. Oh, no. no it's all It's all coming apart. <laughs> It's all falling I mean, to pieces. What I will say is, like, going for the perfect crime ending in that game is one of the most gut-wrenching things I've done. Like, yeah. it felt so... I felt oh. dirty yep. helping the origami killer get away. It was the worst. Mm. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Um, no. Okay. What do you got for me, Kyron? All right. I am going to take out... It's a game I only played the demo for. Okay. And it honestly sort of been a game... It's a game that I should play this year. I think it's on sale right now on Switch. And that is Valkyria Chronicles 4. Yeah, look, I was going to take it a little while ago, but I couldn't remember if you'd played it or not, so... No, I haven't, unfortunately. It's it's on my radar. The demo was really good. And honestly, again, Sega just need to be rewarded for giving us... First of all, for giving us the Valkyria Chronicles game on consoles, not just throwing it on the PSP, or which I guess would have been the Vita at this point, going, oh, well, it didn't sell. Yeah. And also sort of going back to the art style that people wanted, because when they did come to PSP, they were 
pretty much just rudimentary anime games. Like, you know, just like, hey, here are anime games, they are anime. Yeah. It sort of lost the, the at least the interesting watercolor sort of artistic direction that the first game had. And this one sort of brings it back to that. How different it is to the first game, I've heard people raising questions, but it is a game I will endeavor to play this year. And also, too, didn't it get announced last year? Oh, yeah, it, it was announced and then came out like a maybe a few months later. Yeah. It was a quick turnaround. Yeah, so kudos to that for it to come out and for it to be like, I think from what I gather, like relatively well-received. Yeah, um, like again, Valkyria Chronicles fans were happy with it. Yeah. And if nothing else, that's the important thing. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Especially when you've got those like niche games uh, and yeah. franchises that they can get a little bit up on their high and horse for, about, which is fair enough. For me personally, I just am still flabbergasted that no one else has sort of made an like an active time turn-based strategy game like this because it's so cool like getting down on the battlefield and sort of running around and like using cover, climbing ladders, getting high ground and like shooting is actually interesting. You've got to sort of line for reticule, make sure everything sort of pants. It's just, it's engaging to play. It's uh, It seems like that style of game that I might actually get into as well. I feel like maybe I should try. Did you? Well, because did you play um? What was that? What was that? Three DS one. I'm probably oh. gonna go out and say no. Oh no, Codename, I did. No, Codename, Codename Steam. Steam. I did play it. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Honestly, that's what Valkyria Chronicles is. Okay. I did enjoy Codename Steam. Yeah. Well, that's that's essentially how it plays. Uh, I can get behind that. Keep that in mind. Honestly, Joel, if you were curious, like the demo is still available to download, so you can always check it out. I might actually do that. Once we finish recording, I might go download it. Nice. Um, but it doesn't Joel. exist now, so... No, it doesn't, so the demo's gone. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Missed my chance. So, Joel, I think we're about halfway through maybe now, are we? Yeah, I think we're there, and it's starting to get a bit pointy. I'm not going to lie. It's... I think after one more, we'll be halfway, then we should probably do a recap. <laughs> Of what's left. Oh, of what's left? Okay. So maybe do not, like strike your game and then we'll sort of recap what's left. Okay. Spyro. Ooh. Yeah, Audi. This isn't as malicious as I may have been towards a certain other just... like mascot uh like remaster trilogy. That I may have had in 2017, um, but I just haven't played it yet. I and I, I kind of want to, dude. Dude, I really want you to. I, I you're the second person now. You and Brod from Hunting Seasons have both said Look, well, you need to play Spyro. I think, and I'm like, here's because, okay. I mean, Brod was already a fan of Spyro, so he was he's been looking forward to to this particular remaster for a while. I remember playing a little bit of Spyro back on the PS1, but not heaps, right. Uh, but when I, man, when I booted this game, like the, the, the reignited trilogy up, first of all, the remaster, the remake, it looks so good. That, from what, everything game, I've seen, it looks stunning. Yeah. It's gorgeous. Like rescuing the dragons, like all the dragons actually have personalities and unique designs and names. And some of them like have lines I actually say to Spyro. Controls are pretty tight. Still not sold on some of the gliding and flying stuff, but you know, you, you can't perfect everything. Yeah. Uh, soundtrack is killer. And the level design, especially in the first one, is just top notch. It's they're really good games. I, I reckon you would actually really enjoy them. I think I would too. And I I have plans to get to it. Maybe once that inevitable is it it's not on Switch yet, is it? 
No, not yet. No. But it's, it's got to be a matter of time. It's at this coming. Point. Yeah, once that comes to Switch, maybe. Or even like if I see a good sale for it, I might pick it up on PS4. It was going pretty cheap on Amazon over the Christmas holidays. It was like $30 at one point, I think. Mm, maybe I'll have a squeeze. So keep roll. an eye out. Um, but yeah, look, it's just I haven't played it. I have no uh, nostalgia for the series because I didn't play it when I was younger. So um, it's sort of a game that just sort of fell by the wayside for me. But having said that, people have told me that they think I would enjoy it. And it does look pretty. And it looks like a lot of fun. And Spyro, to me, is a much more appealing character than Crash Bandicoot. Fucking don't at me. Um, yeah, well, it's a collectathon, like the old Mario 64s and the Banjo-Kazooie's and stuff like that. Oh, I just mean in general that, like, the character of Spyro seems more oh, appealing okay. to yeah. me as a character than... Yeah, you know why? Because he's a fucking sweet dragon. Yeah, fuck yeah. And he's purple. He looks rad. He's, he does. He's, and he's got, a, he's got a good attitude. He, exactly. He doesn't look like a dropkick. Anyway fucking crash bandicoot anyway <laughs> all right so we're about halfway so yeah sh- I, think, I think that's a good time to recap the list sweet all right so the remaining victors in this battle royale for 2018 are red dead redemption 2 god of war spider-man super smash brothers ultimate dragon ball fighters monster hunter world celeste into the breach the messenger dead cells uh Gree, or Gris, but I think it's actually pronounced Gris. I found out that apparently think, that is, is uh, Gris is apparently Spanish for grey. That would make sense. And I, I think you're right. Yes. Uh, again, watching Kind of Funny Games cast today, they were talking about it, and apparently, yeah, so Gris. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Florence, Yakuza 6, Song of Life, and Persona, the Persona dancing all night. Uh, no, what is it? Collection. Dancing Moonlight, yeah. Dancing Starlight. Yeah. yeah, just call it a dancing on like dancing. It, it, what was it called? It had a name. A collection. The Endless Night Collection. Endless Night. Yeah, Persona Three and Five Endless Night Collection. Again, only know that because I still got the tab open to potentially purchase it from Oz Game Shop. <laughs> um, fun games. It's, I, I know they are, Kyron. So, but, but so those are the fifteen that's left. Yeah, yeah. Shit. This is where it gets. She's gonna get dis- nasty. Dis- it's gonna get hurtful. It's gonna get nasty. And you know what? It's your turn. So. Fire away, Mr. Morrison. Oh, it is my turn. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sitting good here, Joel. No. It's, all of these games are very good. Uh, before I take out something that you like, I do think as much as... So this is a game, once again, I only play the demo of, and it is absolutely on my list of games that I will definitely play once I finish the rest of the series. Yep. And that is Yakuza 6, Song of Life. Uh, yeah. That was on my list to 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 strike off, unfortunately. Again. Yakuza is a series that... Like I'd heard specifically, like obviously as a huge consumer of Easy Allies content, of course. they talk about it a lot. Specifically, Michael Huber and Ben Ben Moore, they talk about it almost constantly. And I was always like, I really should try this game. And then you picked up Yakuza Zero, and you were like, Dude, you need to play this game. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> Ironically enough, I finished it. Let's not talk about Yakuza Zero. Can we? Let's let's Joel, move on to that. Yakuza Zero. Let's move on from that. Because I don't want to be shamed anymore. Anyway, but, but what I'm what I'm getting at is really just 
the Yakuza games are special. Mm-hmm. They manage to pull off, like, they're not really open world, but they sort of are. And their stories are just sort of like weird, like, gang anime. But they've got some of the best side stories and some of the funniest, like, moments so much in heart. any game I think I've played. Yeah. Like, like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm just thinking of, like, so many things are running through my head right now. Yep. Man, the dragon of Dojima, he will rise again. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if he will. I haven't played Yakuza 6. Well, but... well you know, uh, yeah. Mm. I don't know if he'll rise again. He might like, not. It's, it's the end of his story, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, that's what they were... I think they were um, promoting it as that. Or well, someone was like, talking never, about that. Never making that judge game. So, yeah, I don't know. But um, I I have Kiwami 1 still locked on my PS4, ready for me to finish it. Yep. Waiting for Kiwami 2, and then I think they're gonna they're bundling up like 3, 4, and 5. So I will get there. It's just going to... It's going to take some time. That's, yeah, it's but, a lot of time. Those games aren't short. No, the demo of this game though is very, very fun, and it looks like it's got some of the best mini games to date, oh. including like the it's got like the, you, you feed cats and Kyron. you can take photos, and there's a baby he looks after, and you go fishing. I just God damn it! The Yakuza games are so good, man. Yeah, they really are. I, I will finish it, maybe. Maybe honestly, I think I might just finish Kiwami and skip to six. I really want to play six. I just do. I think that's what a lot of people did. It must be it must be doable. I think a lot of the other stuff is slightly like, filler. I wouldn't yeah, it's just I I wanna see the end. I'm happy to know like what happens at the end and go back to the other ones. I just I really want to experience six. Yeah. I might make that game the game I play during my next quiet period, if it is it if it ever is one. Yeah, you hope. You hope. Okay. All right, so that's back to me then, isn't it? Yeah, and we're getting to a point here now, Joel. Stuff's getting Karen, rough. I like a lot of these games. I know, right? I, re- I really do, really do like a lot of these games. There's one game that I'm going to have to be nasty about, and it's Dragon Ball Fighters. <clears throat> oh, Joel, what have you done? <laughs> Take that, anyone who said I wasn't being vicious. Oh, oh claws are out. Oh, they are. Dragon Ball <laughs> Fighters is the best Dragon Ball fighting. It is the best Dragon Ball game. Yeah. Arc System Works made magic happen with this game. Yeah, look, I agree. I, it is great to watch. Um, and I did I did enjoy what I played of it, but it just wasn't wasn't clicking with me. I guess it's probably because I'm not a huge Dragon Ball fan, so I, it wasn't hitting that nostalgia like spot that it, it might have been for other people. Um, oh, yeah. like that's, That is a big part of it. Half of my... like I think I spent nearly 100 hours playing it this year. Yep. Probably probably a good 10, 15 hours of that was probably spent using each character in the roster and looking at their moves and going, that's that's a reference to this thing in, like that he did once yep. in this fight. And Arx just picked it out and were like, yeah, that'll be a move. It's like, that's ridiculous. You guys get it. You know what Dragon Ball fans wanted. And man, Fighters is just beautiful. It's undeniable that it's made with so much love and care. And yep. yeah, I. but look, I've got to be... I gotta be nasty, That's man. Fine. Gotta be nasty. So, I look, I wow. I did enjoy it, and it, I again, like I said in the game of the year episode, I was watching you play it over over Christmas, and I was just, it was just, I was like my, just like mesmerized by watching you play it. It's so nice to watch, and just like 
tune out and just watch the pretty flashing colors and all the cool moves and yeah um but it's gone doesn't exist i want you to know joel that you forced my hand <laughs> yep uh goodbye the messenger oh god that hurts i was waiting for it but oh it's gone i fucking love the messenger it's such I've been thinking about it like constantly lately. I've just been, it just mulls over in my head every now and then how much fun I had with that game. And I stopped playing it for like a good month and a half, maybe even two months or so. But um, I like I stopped playing it flat out and then went back to it, managed to pick it up and just jump back into it like nothing had changed and finished it. And so, 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 so much fun. Uh, and again, I, I, I it is a game... There is a pseudo sequel to a game that I don't like a franchise that I have no affiliation to uh, in Ninja Gaiden, but like I, I, it just clicked with me and the writing was some of my favorite of the year. It genuinely made me laugh out loud uh, on multiple, multiple occasions. The, the soundtrack is killer and there's two whole complete different versions of that soundtrack as well, which is just m- insanely impressive. Uh, it is a mammoth undertaking and um. I am sad to see it go, unfortunately. But gone it is. It's it was a game gone. that I picked it up and played it for like a solid week and got pretty far into it. Mm-hmm. And then I sort of put it down and wasn't compelled to go back. Yep. No, that's totally fair. Totally fair. Um, Yeah. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> oh, well. God. It will rise again. Every action has a reaction. That's true. That's very true. Um, you took Dragon Ball from me, man. I did. I did. I'm just giving the people what they want, Kyron. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> blame We're not the, done yet. Blame the audience. That's It's their fault. Um, At a certain point, I'm just going to be pushed to destroy everything we love. <laughs> yeah. There'll be no one left on the list. Everything's gone. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Uh, it's gone. I played it not and I don't know. I, I was like hard out on playing it, but I heard Greg Miller talking about it and he kind of almost convinced me to, that I want to play it. But then again, I probably won't because I just, I don't want to, I don't want to buy it again after, after playing like Origins and going, yeah, this is fun. And then just having no, again, no drive to go back to it. So um, I can actually speak to this game a bit because I have spent uh, a bit of last night playing it it is a. It's actually very good. Uh, where Origins didn't grab me, this one is. Okay. But I, look, largely it comes down to I. The setting is great. Like being in 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 like Greece, is just cool. The, the, the vistas are gorgeous. Like a lot of the ship stuff is back. Obviously, a bit pared back because <laughs> people weren't as advanced as they were in Black Flag. So you've got like arrows and javelins, but you can assign like lieutenants from people. It seems like almost any enemy guard that you encounter, you can sort of knock out and recruit. Uh, story itself is so far pretty good. Yeah. And of course, Cassandra, who I don't care what anyone says, she is the canon protagonist of this game. She is bad ass. Yeah. That's what I hear. At one point, at one point she was um, having a discussion with a, a pretty large brutish character with one eye who was called the Cyclops. <laughs> and she had his second obsidian eye and he was like, give it to me. And Cassandra's just like, hang on a sec. And waited till like a goat went past and she just casually inserted it up the goat's anus and was like, go get it. 
Okay. And I was like, Cassandra, I can get on board with you. Yep. I can, we can, you're ripped and you're a badass. I can, I, I'm, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling the attitude. I like it. Um, but yeah, it's definitely where Origins didn't grab me. This one is, I probably would give Origins a shot when I finish this again. Okay. But uh, I'm still like, more than anything, I'm surprised this game is as good as it is coming into that. Wow. It's only been 12 months since Origins. Having said that, I will add some butts to this. Okay. Having played Red Dead Redemption 2, mm. horses are ruined for me forever. Because right. a lot of the horse stuff in this game looks cheap. A lot of the animations just look like there was no care right. put into them. And that's not fair because, I mean, again, this game came a year after uh, Origins. And probably, I'm not saying it was rushed, but they probably... They couldn't afford, like, Rockstar spent how many years on Red Dead? Like, six, seven, eight? The horses in Red Dead have, like, testicle physics. Like, it's... They do. Yeah. And when you lose a horse in Red Dead, it hurts to your... It hurts your soul. Yep. Especially when uh, it wasn't your fucking fault. I know. But, man, honestly, my horse, if I need it, I just whistle and it teleports to me. I'm like, I mean, that's convenient, I guess. Yeah. But uh, Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. It's just... It's a sort of a game where... It, I know that a lot of people complained about how drawn out some of the animations were and how, and like the systems upon systems in Red Dead 2. And I know that Odyssey is a different game, but playing it, I'm sort of just sitting here going, oh man, I, I miss Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's still a very, still a very fine Assassin's Creed game, though. I will say that. Oh, well, uh, you know, Red Dead's still on the table, unlike Assassin's Creed. <laughs> exactly. Not, uh, unfortunately. Okay. Uh... Boy, Joel, some hard calls have to be made. Yeah, I'm just going to stay silent because I don't want to provoke you. Um, <laughs> there are games that I will delete. <laughs> just... Oh, I know there are. <laughs> um, You know what? I'm happy it made it this far. I'm not sure it was because neither of us really had the heart to get rid of it. But I'm going to get rid of the Persona dancing yeah, games. Yeah, no, it was, it was definitely a hard thing. I haven't even played them. I played the demo... They... They're, they're wonderful little fan service games, and if you are a fan of the Persona soundtracks, then they are honestly unmissable. Oh, the, but... Oh, just I best. know. But it can't be overlooked that not having a story mode mm-hmm. really takes the wind out of the sails for them. Like, they have the social links where you sort of build up and have conversations with your allies and all that, but it never feels the same. Like, a lot of... The story mode was a bit weird in Dancing All Night, oh, yeah. but... It was at least serviceable and engaging. And the dancers, I don't know, like, it was cool having Rizé, like, queue up songs for them. And then, like, they would finish the songs and their persona would rock out on, like, a guitar or drums or whatever instrument they put, in particular they had. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool. And the dancing in this game is great, but the setup is a lot more low stakes, which I get, I get, no story mode. So there's very low stakes. Of course. But I just, I feel like... What it, it really should have just been, there should have been one game, first of all, and it should have just been a massive crossover with all three, but maybe we'll get that down the road. I think we might just, get that down the road. I think that might be a next step thing. When because we a ine- big part of... When we inevitably get, like, P3 and P4 on, like, a PlayStation 4 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, because a big part of that is that... Like one of the side the side stories in three and five is that both of the groups become aware of each other. So like it's kind of similar to Persona Q as well. 
Yeah, I mean, Persona Q, they're literally That's, all in the same world. Yeah, and they're like, whoa, Even, what did you do? Oh my god, this happened to us. Yeah. Atlas, localized Persona Q2, you cowards. I know, I didn't even realize that came out last year. Yeah, Japan has yeah. it. Yeah. Persona, Persona 3, 4, and 5, cute chibi. Man, no, those, like, I didn't finish Q1. Neither did I. Because it kicked my ass. It's fucking hard, yeah. The fan service was through the roof, oh. and it... It filled me with joy. It was so much fun. And I like I know a lot of people didn't really like it, but I like the map drawing element of like having to go through and and um That's an interesting like that's just some baggage from Etrian Odyssey though, unfortunately. Yeah, absolutely. But I quite liked it. I thought it was fun. Like I, I especially on the three DS, like having the touchpad and being able to just map everything out on the fly, like I really liked that for some reason. But yeah. Yeah. But no. They would Persona dancing gone. Persona will dance no more. Hmm. Well, it do. Well, it do. Well, it do. Uh, I'm gonna get rid of Gree. And it's really a really petty reason, and it's solely because I haven't played it yet. Um, that's fair. Uh, it's a, I'm being I'm being civil about that, but I mean I, I I'd like I, to. Um, I highly recommend it. Yeah. Have you have, have you gotten through it yet or? Yeah, yeah, man, I finished, it. finished uh, it. I finished it. I finished probably Goatee List, honestly. Yeah, I've, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that. I wasn't sure if it, you had. A, yeah, I, I couldn't remember if you had. So, uh, man, that game, that game is perfect to play in bed in the dark with headphones, okay, and just let it can like just consume you because the art is beautiful, the gameplay is simple, but the ideas like the mechanics are interesting. And they never get stale because they move on quickly. Right. But, yeah, honestly, one of the, the two things I would praise most about it are just how it just looks so good. Yeah. And the soundtrack, the way it sort of melds into the gameplay is just, it's beautiful. And some of those, some like the, 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 like the theming and like the, the content matter of that game is just, yeah. And that's the it thing, was, I, I don't know anything about what it's what it's about. I, do, I have literally it's, no idea. It's, honestly, it's best that way. That's what I've I heard, say. and I, that's what makes me want to play it. Because I'm like, all right, cool. I want to, I want to check this out. Um, like, uh, a game hasn't got me in the feels like this since Journey. So, ooh. like, this game was it, it's it's really good. Ooh, I'm sorry, Karen. That's fine. <laughs> these these things happen. Yep. Um, these things do happen, don't they? They do, Karen. What are you going to take out? Oh man, I'm I'm taking out dead cells. Oh no! I was like, no, maybe it'll get, maybe it'll get there. I was hoping. I was like, we both really liked it. It was both in our. It was it in both our lists, or was it an honorable mention for you? It was an. Oh, I have to double check. I feel like it was in Hang both on. our lists. I think it was. Hang on, I've got my list just here. I'm going to double check okay. just to be sure. Because I was like, if it's it was in both our lists, or it was, it was, it was in my list. It was number nine. Yeah, and I think it was number eight. Eight or seven for me. Um, yeah, look, I liked it, but I'm looking at this list, and you took grief from me. So I did, I did. <laughs> so this is what happens. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be vicious. I'm gonna do it, and then I get sad when people are vicious to me. I'm like, no, that's that's not not like this. Um, but yeah, Dead Cells is phenomenal. Uh, it's just it's a it's a me game through and through. It's a fucking roguelike with. A little bit of constant progression and just the tightest gameplay um, and just so satisfying just whipping your way through 
uh, enemy after enemy, especially when you have them like lined up and you just, you've got enough stats um, in, in like strength and stuff and you just cut them all in half. It's so satisfying. Um, Abs. Honestly, I'll I'll back you up. It is satisfying. mm. And the fact that the combat is so responsive and the weapons are just so fun and varied. Yes. It's, it's great. Uh, the One of the things that will always do me a dirty though is when you you think you're making real good time. Like you're really confident because you're just like, I cleared that zone so quickly. I got this, I got this first little secret in the bag. You get down and it's like, sorry, you missed it by five seconds. Oh. You're like, I hate, I hate you. I hate this game. I hate this switch. I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> Yeah, I had one that was two seconds. I'd missed it by oh, two seconds, and I'm like, I mean, I've had a, I've had missed it by like one second, and I just scream internally. Just, yeah, eye twitching, like popping out of your head. You're like, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking snap this switch over my knee. Um, but man, I oh but God. you know what? Kept playing it. Just kept yeah, playing oh, it. Look, I, I, it's the roguelike that held my attention the longest, honestly. Yeah. And it's um yeah, rightfully so. You haven't checked out Dead Cells yet. It's on everything now, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, mm. I think it's, it's it's at least on PS. I think it's on PS4. It's definitely on the Switch and PC. It's de- it is definitely on PS4. Okay, so it's on those. I'm pretty sure it's on Xbox I'm, One as well. If it's on PS4, I'd say it's on Xbox. Yeah. Um, but it is it is a again broken record here, but it is a great Switch game just to be able to kick back on the couch with or take with you. And just if you've got like a long car trip that you're sitting in the back of a car or, or a train ride or a plane trip or something, you can just sit down and and play that. It's a good like high stakes, low stakes game. Like there's there's no story investment really. Um, there is some story littered through there and some lore and it was, it was kind of cool, um, but it's not what you come to that game for. So, um, but oh, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It is gone. You're up, it McDonald. It is me. Um, into the breach. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just I didn't spend as much time with it as I thought I would. Um, but having said that. I really liked it. It was an honourable mention on my list, and rightfully so. I do not regret that whatsoever. I think it's a phenomenal game. It's, yeah, the guys who made FTL, like, taking on another genre and just doing what they do best and, like, boiling it down into the most chaotic, simple formula, but still with enough strategy to keep anyone happy. Um, It's, yeah, it's great. I love it. And it was basically Pacific Rim the game, so. It was. It's And such a fun spin on... Like, you know, a genre of it, I don't want to say is tired because there's always turn-based strategy games doing something a little bit different at least. Mm. But yeah, making it so tight, like quick, like f- like three, four turns, tiny grid, like it always felt like something was happening. Some strategy games, you could have a turn where basically all you spend your turn doing is moving your entire army forward. Of course. Like, cool, that's my turn. But in this one, it was always like, hey, look, here are the enemies, protect those cities, go you've got a few turns you're like oh jeez and because it was like no more than five turns are, are, are like a match essentially you could play it in short bursts like you could sit on the couch if you're like i got half an hour to kill you could pick it up play a play a play a map and then move on and like put it back down again easily oh yeah for sure for sure um if you've got the and willpower to do so <laughs> didn't it also have like couldn't you like reset a reset a turn as well Yes, you could. Yeah, it had a, like so. If you made a real like a mess up, you could 
I think you had like once per match and you could reset it. Yeah. Mm. You'd undo stuff. And I was like that, that again, because I remember that Fire Emblem Echoes, Shadows, Shadows of Valencia, I think its name was, mm-hmm. that added that mechanic. And it was a godsend because again, as a somewhat perfectionist in these strategy games, it's so frustrating to have a unit die and you're like, well, guess I'm doing this one hour encounter again. Yeah. Uh, obviously less of a problem into, into the breach because the encounters are much shorter, but it was still nice to have the option to go, cool, actually undo that. That didn't go the way I wanted it to and do something else. It, Just neat. It opens you up to, it, it opens you up to try out like a, a lot more trial and error. So you could, yeah, you could try and- different strategies and go, I'm, I wonder if this is ha- this would work the way I want it to. And if it does, you're like, fuck yeah, keep that in mind. Yeah. If it doesn't, you're like, well, I took a risk. It didn't pay off. I've got that up my sleeve. I'm going to reset and just go the safe route. And again, it's not broken. It doesn't break the game because yeah. it's limited. And that sort of is the, the good balance. There. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, it's essentially, again, like a roguelike, but with turn-based strategy, which I yeah. didn't think was possible. And apparently it is. So They, they, they did it. Yeah, they did. Sub- subset games did it. Um, all right, you're up, Clay. Okay. All right. It has to happen. Mm. I this game charmed me, but looking at what's left, I have to get rid of Florence. Oh, I was worried there for a second. <laughs> oh, Joel. Yep, I know. Uh yeah. Again, Florence is one of those games that I feel like every time we talk about it, we just say, "I do not want to say much about this game, Absolutely. but it is wonderful." Yeah, uh, and I back that sentiment up. And you should play it. It will take you an hour to play. Uh, it is worth your time. And it is a very, 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 very good and effective story. Um, and you know what, Joel? What? Australian made. Australian made. Melbourne made, baby. Yeah. Good old And mountains. it's been getting a lot of, like, it's been blowing up on at a couple of outlets over the last few months. It's been nice. Yeah. It's been good. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, getting a lot of awards and, and praise and rightfully so. So, look, if that's not enough to turn you around, then it's probably not the game for you, but you really should check it out. You might be surprised. Just a chart, like, yeah. Again, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's so many of those moments in that game I was just like, yes, yes, I get this. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that feeling. It, it, you will connect with that game in ways that you didn't think you would. And, yeah, it's very, very, very admirable and very, very impressive that it does that. But... Without giving away anything, you know, you should play it. Um, it's gone now, though. It's gone, so you can't. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Sorry, mountains. Okay. All right. I've got my own two games here. One would be... Oh, do I? Do I? Do I, do I, do I? No, I'm going to get Monster Hunter World. Oh, okay. Was the other one Smash? It might have been. You, you'll never know. <laughs> um, yeah. I look. I had a fucking blast with Monster Hunter World. Um, I spent, like teaming up with you, playing it solo. When it came out, there was it was the such a great way to kick off the year. Um, and I just yeah, the amount of times I think about that game, I'm like, I really should go back to it. And the amount of times I've talked to you and we're like, we should definitely go back. And you're like, I'm waiting. Let's go. And I'm like, yeah. I'm always down to hunt some monsters, dude. Yeah, man. I really want to. When that DLC comes out, I think maybe like a month before, depending on how things are going, might jump back in and just re-acclimatize myself with it. 
you have to gear up. Yeah, boy. exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna get my get my my shit together in that I, game. Gotta gotta finish the game. <laughs> that too. Yes, that'll and, also. Enter the enter the end game, like the post game where shit just gets wild. Yeah. Ah oh, man, game's so good though. It is so much uh, Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter, you did it. Capcom, you did mm-hmm. it. And the future for Monster Hunter has never felt more bright. It was. It, it did for. It, it did for Monster Hunter games in 2018. What. Persona 5 did for the Persona series in 2017. Yeah, it, honestly, it is exactly that. Mm-hmm. It brought it to the West, it made it more accessible, but it didn't sacrifice what, like, the spirit of it at its core. Um, and it they, they both blew up, and we both loved them, so... <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, it's it's such a great game. I just, you, I never forget, like, hunting your first, like, Rathalos or, or God... Anything when you see just thinking of how like coming into contact with a new monster and going, all right, how does this monster move? How can I? Oh, it jumps up in the air and sprays poison mist. All right, cool. Well, fuck me. So I'm gonna run and hide behind this and just like adapting on the fly and preparing yourself. But then the next time you meet it, you're like, seeing you, mate. I got your I got your number. Uh, yeah, and then just sort of and, like farm and- it, it, like farming in every spirit of the word. Like it's it becomes like a process then. Yeah, and, and you would get to know the the areas back to back. But when when the monsters were like moving or retreating, you'd be like, "Cool, well, I know where I can head you off. This way here is a shortcut, so I got you, man." And it's just little things like that where it just clicks, and you get Monster Hunter, mm-hmm. and that was the magic of it. Yep. Because for the longest time, that was my struggle. Like I'd played the other Monster Hunters, and I couldn't like for the life of me, I'm like, "Look, this is a game I should enjoy. It's tough." Uh, the monsters are very cool. The combat seems fun, but I'm just not there. Yep. But world came along, and that was the one. It did it. Yeah. It it it's uh, a lot of that like quality of life stuff that yeah um, really improved the experience for a uh, for new newcomers to the series. And um, yes. And from what I gather, a lot of like the veterans quite like it as well. So yeah, like I know some veterans complained a bit because it doesn't have. Like the monster count, but some of the other Monster Hunter games has. Right. But I mean, honestly, like the vets that weren't into World ended up getting generations later in the year anyway. So true. They had they had their Monster Hunter game, and everyone else had World. So everyone sort of won in a yeah, way. Yeah, Monster Hunter was a winner in. Uh... Mm. Except now it doesn't exist. No, it's, it's gone. gone. It is gone. Okay, there are five games left, John. Yeah. I'm going to run through them just real quick. Okay. So that the weight of the situation <laughs> yeah. is realized. Christ. So, yeah. Red Red Dead Redemption 2, mm-hmm. God of War, Spider-Man, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, and Celeste. And it is uh, it is currently your turn, Karen. It sure is, Joel. And I am getting rid of Spider-Man. No! No. Oh, that. Yes, Joel. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I had high hopes for that. I was like, nah, good vibes, good vibes. 2018, good vibes. Year of Spider-Man, man. And you were like riding off that into the Spider-Verse high. I'm like, I can get this through. It was. I can get this it through. It got it this far. Oh, that hurts. I just, again. I said it in the Game of the Year episode, and I'll say it again here. It is, in my opinion, the best superhero game out there. I, I just... I I have so much more fond memories playing that than I do 
like any of the Arkham games, even the ones I actually liked. Um, I I remember the story of Spider Man. I remember moments in Spider Man. I remember my own personal moments of like just weird gameplay stuff that I would do and like trying to explore the city and and you know just test the limits of the swinging and how it all works. I just had an absolute ball. And you know what? Because it doesn't exist anymore, I'm going to go buy the DLC when we finish recording. That way it lives on forever. Exactly. Yeah. In case that like, someone decides to do like a, a like a remake of it and I've got the DLC ready <laughs> to go. Yeah. Look, again, I, I heaped plenty of praise on the game in my list as well. It's The story itself was probably the biggest surprise for me because I think on some level I knew that Insomniac would nail the gameplay. Yeah. But it's always tricky coming into, first of all, like a tie-in game, really, if it's going to have a standalone story. But they just hit it out the park. Yep. And and for it to come out in a year that, like, just just for Spider-Man in general, had just such a good year. I mean, you know, Infinity War came out. Let's not talk about that. Um, and then... It'll be okay. It'll be okay one it'll day. It'll be okay one day. Well, let's hope. Uh, and then... You know, uh, the Spider-Man PS4 game came out and it was amazing and everyone loved it and rightfully so because it's fantastic. And then just to round out the year with uh, like an incredible animated film and Into the Spider-Verse, like just we were spoiled for good Spider-Man content this year. Yeah, like it was the year of Spider-Man. It was. And man, it just it rekindled my love for Spider-Man because it was like... I know a lot of people have fond memories of like X-Men when those movies came out and like the X-Men were their favorites and stuff. But for me, it was Spider-Man. I don't know why I just, I clicked with Spider-Man and I loved, I loved those movies even when they sucked. Uh, And I loved the character of Peter Parker and Spider-Man. And then like, as I got older and like exploring different things, I haven't read many of the comics, but like just exploring the different Spider-Man things, I, I just... Uh, this game rekindled my love for that and, yeah, really made me excited for anything else Spider-Man related. And uh, I am thirsty for a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. Give me. Yes, please. Give me that shit. Okay. And then there were four. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate oh. is gone. Um, it's fine. Look, look, it's Smash. We love it. If you've listened to our show before, you know we love it. Most of my gaming memories with friends, like my favorite memories, come from that game or that franchise. Um. But 2018, man. Sakurai, he gave us the Belmonts. He gave us Ridley. Mm -hmm. He gave us King K. Rule, Isabel, Inklings, 100 stages, a full roster of 74 characters, over 800 songs, loving, carefully crafted nods in characters' movesets that you wouldn't even think to include. This was the video game party. Like, this is it. This game is the celebration of how great video games are and can be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Unfortunately, Joel, it is gone. It is gone. And as a result, you have you have triggered my trap card. <laughs> and God of War is gone. God fucking damn it. 
God damn it. Oh, I was so close. Oh, Joel. That was my, that was my, I mean, it was pretty, (laughs) it was pretty obvious because it was my number one game of last year. I just, that game fucking got me. Um, you get to make the hardest choice. I do have to make the hardest choice. I'm not looking forward to it. But, um, but we we should. But God of War was very like. I so games done quick is happening at the moment, mm-hmm. and I watched a bit of like one of the speed runs they did was God of War two. Okay, and it was so interesting watching that, and just having it further like, uh, just emphasize how much more mature, how far for like this year's twenty eighteen's God of War went. Yeah, it's staggering that the that Kratos feels like a three-dimensional human being with yes. like fears and like actual regrets and it's fascinating to watch him deal with those parts of his personality and actually with a tiny human with a son yeah, to look after having as well. someone and, else and nurture yeah having someone else in his life to to think about and yeah, to, to to realize that every action that he made, someone was watching him, and it was, you know, um, it was making an impression on that on that on that person, and him coming to terms with that was just, it was masterful to watch, and it was, and and on top of that, uh, like it just some of the best combat in a video game I've played in a long time, and that's it. They didn't sacrifice any of that that no. fun gameplay that we know and love. Um, it was all there. Just had a strong story to push it forward. Yep. My favorite weapon of 2018, Leviathan Axe. I reckon. I'm putting that out there. Yeah, look, I'll agree. And like I said in our top 10 lists, like my favorite sound of the year, just the thunk oh, yeah. into your hand, satisfying. It's um, like you, you put up that hand and you feel that axe land in it and you're like, right. And <laughs> let's go. And again, hands down, the the best reveal. Well, let's not go into that, but yeah, if you've played it, you know what we're talking about. And if you're a fan it's of the series, it's a very good reveal. Yeah, it's. Oh boy, that game is fucking great. And even just like little details, but it also spoils that I won't talk mm-hmm. about. But I just keep thinking on and like looking back on, like there's a particular boss fight against two characters I keep going back to, and there's an amazing scene that happens with Kratos and Atreus. Yes. As that fight wraps up, but I yes. I think about like to this day, it's oh, man. I and I just again, I think I said it in the game of the year episode, but like there is not a there's not a moment that's wasted in that game, and it's not to say that like it's like bang 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 bang. The pace is always quick. There are moments of downtime, but those moments of downtime have stuff in them, like with the stories from Mimir when you're in the boat, like that that. Mimir, is underrated. He is so good. Yeah, I like, but that's the thing. Like, you know, what should be it? Like, a, I'm just getting from point A to point B. Is entertaining. It is engaging you. It is building the world around you uh, and giving you more knowledge about that said world. And it's, I just think that's so commendable. And it's, yeah, I'm very sad. I'm very sad, Kyron. Look at. Number three. It got up Number there. three. That's not where I wanted it, though. Um, oh, man. One shall stand, one shall fall, Joel. Follow your heart. I, either, way, either way, we're a winner, in my eyes. It's true. It's true. 
Look. I'm so glad I got, like, the way it was all shaking, I'm like, come on, God of War, hang in there. I should have. I'm coming for you. I should have got rid of it earlier. I should have got rid of what I was going to do earlier on. I should have done it. But, I mean, look, it's undeniable, I guess, at this point, out of these two games. Um, I'm going to have to put Celeste at number two. Uh, Honestly, Joel, I was I was ready to be completely okay if you if you took out Red Dead, but look, Celeste is a incredible game. It is, it's phenomenal. Um, and again, like we much we said about Florence, it's a game narratively that you have to really experience. Um, it's got a very important message to it that I think a lot of people out there could benefit from in some way. Um, and but the, the fact of the matter is, it is it is that is crammed into a pixel perfect platformer that is so satisfying and so responsive, um, and just yeah, it's a masterpiece of a game. I think of it shows you what indie games are capable of, and just the absolute hats off to Matt Makes Games and the team over there. It's uh, it's a very special game. Yeah, like hands down, some of the tightest controls I think in any platformer I've played. Yes, easily. Every time I every time I died, it was a mistake of my own. Yep, and I just had to be aware of that, go back in and try again. But and it's okay. It right this time. You have to be and... proud of your uh, uh, yeah. of your death yeah. counter. That's you know, don't be don't be ashamed <laughs> of it. The way the game, it the way you grow with the game as you play it is. Yeah, it's special. Yeah, Celeste is just a just a wonderful video game. But I think a lot of people should, if you haven't played it, should play it. Really, again, I think it's available on everything now. Yeah, so there was. I would say give it a shot. There was when are those speed runs on in games on quick? Oh, I don't want to say on a podcast because it'll date things. Yeah, but there is so there's a speed there is a speed run for Celeste at Games Done Quick. If this episode comes out after it, look it up. <laughs> I'm um. I've noticed they've been uploading them a lot quicker this year, but um, they have. Yes, um, I'm pretty on the ball, which is I'm, good. There's a very good Hollow Knight speed run. Oh, gotta watch that too. It'll it'll make you feel bad about how you played oh, the game. Yeah, oh, maybe I wait. No, I definitely want to watch the Celeste one because I mean, oh yeah. For not sure. only is this story have an emotional and huge, hugely relevant story to people in, in this day and age, um, combined with a pixel platform. A pixel perfect platformer it's also got like speed running functionality built into it as well like it's yeah it's just this weird amalgamation of a game that shouldn't really work but works perfectly and it is so so beautiful um absolutely on oh, that soundtrack god yes god <laughs> i almost want to do i would love to just do an episode where we talk about the best soundtracks this year because of last year because it was just a great year for video game music. It's not a bad just idea. Stellar. We'll see how we go. But it's 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 hard to do because I honestly you want the songs to play in the episode and that can True. be tricky. So True. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do something else with that. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Just video game music. I love video game music and last year was I was spoiled for choice. Yes, very much so. But that leaves without Victor for for 2018, the dialogue options game of the year is Red Dead Redemption 2 from Rockstar Games. Rockstar's ridiculous 80-hour Western epic mm-hmm. that sometimes it feels like it has no direction, but then suddenly 
things click into place and you're left picking your drop off the floor. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it feels like it's broken, but then you realize that's how the game is supposed to be. Um, sometimes it, sometimes the animations, you're just like, Jesus Christ, guys, this is going forever. Yep. And then you play Assassin's Creed Odyssey, where characters just sort of teleport, and you're like, I miss my long animations. They were incredible. Yeah. Um, and when I, Such... when I say, like, broken, like, I, I don't mean in, like, a Bethesda kind of way. I mean, like, a, it, it, it feels like this game shouldn't, it feels like it's broken because it's not controlling the way I want it to. But uh, that is the way that it was, in fact, crafted, I guess. It's all intentional. Mm. It's, uh, what else do we say about Such, it, man? We, we've, like, we've spoken at great length about this game. Yes. Um, and we still have more that we could probably say about it, but, um, God, it's just, uh, I'm throwing this word around a lot this year, but it's so hard not to, but it is a masterpiece. Um. Those top three games are all just yeah, absolute Honestly, masterpieces. Top five, top five, top you're not ten. Wrong. Top, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Top, it's top fifteen. Yeah, top really good year. Top thirty-one. Top like oh, actually no, top, top thirty-one. That's not, that's not fair. There's a couple of games in there that that, that got in. Yeah, further than they should have. Yeah, then we put them in for lols. Um. Look, Joel, I'll be honest, like, when you took out Dragon Quest XI first, my game became when to take out God of War. I, look... And it not be- Yeah. This is you what... You started ha- with blood, and I, I respect this that. This is what happens when I fucking listen to the... I listen to people's opinions. Joel, it was it was a lot of fun, though. It was it, fun. It's, it's fun. It's fun going, like, tit for tat. It, it is. I should have stayed true to myself, man. I'm not a vicious person. <laughs> I can't be vicious. But, uh... But yeah, oh, but, but, Red Dead, un, like undeniably so. I am not disappointed with with no. that whatsoever. Like, like I said, had you decided to eliminate Red Dead, that would leave Celeste, a game that I do also value as one of the best things I've played yeah. in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh man, God, Red Dead 2 is a really good game. Uh, it is. I, and yeah, so are a lot of these games on this list. Um, Joel, that's that's twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen in the bag. That's it. Um, do you want to do you want a rundown of our our final order of of uh, in like in new, like number order counting down? Yeah. So so going from uh, from the end, like from our very first casualty right through to our victor. Yeah, I mean sure. sure. Um, so first off, we have well, you know, unofficially in the list somewhere we have Pokemon. Let's go. I. I, I put it in like in number order because I I played it like that. I was like, look, you put it out here, so so I actually I actually numbered them down in the end. All right, cool, awesome. Well, I, I've got them numbered here as well, but like I didn't, I'd already written out the numbers and I couldn't be bothered like rewriting all the numbers. So I've, I've, I went through and fixed it. I squeezed through, <laughs> I squeezed it in there somewhere. But starting at number thirty, we have well thirty one Dragon Quest eleven. I started out vicious and look where it got me. Uh, 29, we had, uh, no, sorry. Number 30, we had Mario Party. Number 29, we had Lost Fear. Number 28, we had Metal Gear Survive. Uh, number 27, we had Nino Kuni 2. Uh, number 26, we had, uh, Kirby Star Allies. Uh, number 25, we had Pokemon. That's where it's going in. Yep. I yep. believe. Awesome. Yep, that's uh, it. And then at number 24, we had Octopath Traveler. Number 23, Forza Horizon 4. Number 22, Battlefield 5. Number 21, Sea of Thieves. Number 20, Iconoclasts. 19, Codblops 4. 
Number 18, we had Detroit. God, Bobs. So, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4. There we go. I, 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 I do. I just love Codblops as its Cod name. Blops. That's all I, I only call it It that. brings me such joy. Uh, uh, then we had, uh, yeah, number 17, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Number 16, we had Spyro. Number 15, Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. Number 14, Dragon Ball Fighters. Number 13, The Messenger. Number 12, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Number 11, Persona Dancing Games. Uh, number 10, we had Gree. Number 9, we had Dead Souls. Number 8, we had Into the Breach. Number 7, Florence. Number 6, Monster Hunter World. Number 5, Spider-Man. Uh, number 4, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 3, God of War. Number 2, <laughs> Celeste. And finally, at number 1, our game of the year, 2018, Red Dead Redemption 2. That is it. I'll be honest, Joel. One of my goals going into this year was to have more indies to bring to the end of the year list and i'm happy with how i did you did yeah i honestly yeah i you know i, I was always going to be like fishing around and there's so many i didn't play like we, the, we i know we were discussing before the show like a minute is a game that i really want to get to at some point um man there's so many good stuff indie stuff i still want to play um red strings club that came out on pc oh, like back in yes. january yes i need to check that out too um like i'm currently playing the missing like all this sort of stuff that that came out um ridiculous but yeah i'm i'm super impressed with your indie indie presence this year karen i like like honestly looking at at our top 10 here like six six is it six one two three four five of them are indies which is good so half and half yeah half indies half uh good rap yeah half triple a which is lovely um but that's it tell you what those indies just keep getting better and better they really do and it's not gonna stop man isn't one of our first indies this year like Y2K? Oh, Karen, yeah, it is. It comes out in like two weeks' time. Yeah, I, I keep looking at that, but at the on the coming soon page on the Switch. Actually, it's like next week, isn't it? It's real soon. It's like the seventeenth or something. Strap in. Oh, yes, let's go. I've got <laughs> eShop credit sitting there, ready to go. Market pre-order. Locked it. and loaded. Look forward to us talking about Y2K. Fuck yeah, I'm I'm down to clown with that shit. Um, but for 2018. We are we are done. That's it. Put a pin in it. Good year for gaming, but 2019 promises already to be just as good. 2019 is promising to be like a wild card. There are a lot of stuff that could go anyway. So just quickly, Joel. We've, so in, in the first few months, we have Ace Combat 7, mm-hmm. Resident Evil 2 Remake, Kingdom Hearts 3, yep. Anthem, yep. Uh, that weird... Square Enix Metal Gear art game. Uh, Left Behind. Left Behind yeah. is early this year. Devil May Cry 5 is like March. Sekiro is March. It's left Alive, sorry, I think. Left Alive. Yeah, Left Behind's the and that's, Last of Us DLC. That's, Joel, that's not even including the possibilities from Nintendo. Oh, yeah. We have, like, last year they claimed Animal Crossing was this year. Dude, that's not, that's not, even, that's not even, like, contemplating the possibilities of... Of Atlas. Yeah. Atlas have any number of things they could bring. Uh, uh, Fire Emblem. Yes. Is still waiting for a, a date. Yes. Uh, do Dare dare I dream about the future for Metroid Prime Kind, uh, It's got to happen. It's got to happen this year. Uh, I don't I don't think it's going to come out this year, but we've got to see it. No, it's it's got to happen. We're gonna, we've got to see it. We've got to... Oh, Joel said. Joel, Joel says. No, it's got to happen, Kyron. 
It's going to happen. I, Square, look, Square Enix are also going to hold another press conference at E3, and we're also still not going to see that <laughs> Avengers game. No, but we will see the seven. Joel, 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 Joel. Joel, Kingdom Hearts 3 is done. Yeah, true. You know what's, you know what's next? You know what's next, Joel? Remake. It's Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yep. It's time. It's time. I'm scared. I'm excited. I'm stressed. <laughs> Look, we'll probably see that. We're still not going to see that fucking Avengers game, though. If I see 7 Remake, it's hard for me to worry about the Avengers game, honestly. What if we see the Avengers game and not 7 Remake? I won't be surprised. Yeah, that actually could be the way it goes. What if we see neither? That's probably the way it's going to play out. It probably is going to shake out and that way, and we'll probably see a Tomb Raider game. Yeah. Oh, fuck. God, if we get a but Tomb Raider game, Joel, pack it up, Square Enix. Who, and who knows when this january direct will happen if it happens it's looming who knows what it will contain speaking of which we've also got that mech game coming demo next machina which is on my radar yes like this year is shaping up nice already and we haven't even hit e3 yet fuck yeah i'm i'm super hyped i'm looking for i'm eagerly looking forward to uh sharing my experiences with you good sir um same here. 2019 is going to be a beautiful year. Yes, yeah. And hopefully it will be a wonderful year for us as well. Um, but I think for now, it's probably time that we sign off, don't you think? I think so, Yeah, John. bring us home, Karen. As always, thank you for listening to this week's episode, or this bonus episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. Yeah. We hope I, I hope you enjoyed us counting down and killing our way through the list. I hope we got just personal enough. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to say it was super calculated that I got to take out God of War when I did, but I was, as the list was whittling down, I was trying to pick strategically to force myself into a position where I could take it out very late and leave Joel with two games that I was happy with either to win. To be honest, I love God of War 2, but man, you took out Dragon Ball, you took out like Smash, I was just like, that's it. God of War's going. This is what happens <laughs> when I be vicious. I just get fucking stabbed in the face. <laughs> But it was fun, and I hope people enjoyed it. It's I I honestly love this is my favorite like game type to do. Just get a list of games, yeah, and just eliminate them. It's just fun. Absolutely. If you've got any like ideas for potential like battle royales that we could do on the show, oh yeah, please hit. I'm us up. always down to do like a bonus episode of just this. Yeah, I'd love to. Maybe we get some guests in Maybe, for it as well. I was gonna mm. say even getting some guests that would be fun. Yeah, it could be something. It doesn't fun. have to, even have to be have to be games. It could be characters yeah. from games or soundtracks, soundtracks anything like that do it bring it franchises let's just let's go all out oh boy let's build some franchises baby yeah. let's go i'm all down out. any i if anyone's got any anything i want to suggest i am always open to just getting a list and just eliminating one by one and who knows we might uh we might try and tee it up with you and and uh and get you in on the action but we'll see hmm. we'll work that out but but yeah so anyway hope you enjoyed the episode uh of course, if you want to keep up with us on the social medias, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, where we are just Dialogue Options. As uh, whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, whether that be Spotify or Podbean, Podchaser, uh, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, anything like that, <laughs> iTunes. I'm, I keep trying to think of like new podcast things to throw in there. Yeah, I, I've uh, got nothing. Throw us reviews, likes, shares, thumbs up, stars, anything. It all helps and means a whole lot to us. Even if it's just share it with one of your friends, yes. that also helps. We love yes, it. Yes, please. And just 
at us if you want. We love it. At me on Twitter. Yeah. Tell me how much you hate me for manipulating Joel <laughs> into leaving it with just Red Dead and Celeste. I will cackle madly like I did. Come at me with your 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 Crash Bandicoot uh, defense. <laughs> you keep you keep goading those Crash Bandicoot hey, people, man. Bring, I'm telling you, they're, bring it on. They're too busy getting excited for Crash Team Racing. I okay. Having said that, I am excited for that because that looks like exactly. my type of, See? See? That looks like go. my you're shit. Cra- you're going to play a crash game. Yeah, but it's yeah, but it's not like running towards a camera. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not crazy about that sort of platformer. Anyway, anyway. Uh, as for our individual accounts, you can find me on Twitter where I am just at X. And the last tweet I did was simply, sometimes I'm glad that Waluigi isn't playable in Smash and I stand by that. <laughs> it's just every time i see an article and i get it i know i was this guy with ridley yep and it's it's elitist of me now but i got ridley that is i don't care about waluigi the hottest of takes right there (laughs) like i was that person but now i i'm like nah i got my character go away waluigi in the bin yep I don't know. That's just me. But where can they find you, Joel? Uh, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where the last thing, uh, last bit of activity that I had, uh, I finally got around to uh, um, supporting Kind of Funny on Patreon. They had their big uh, like pledge drive on their on Kind of Funny Day, which is January fourth. It's, it's their birthday, basically. Um, they they hit fifty k in one day for their for for new subscribers. Well, not for new we, new and old subscribers, Joel, but Joel, they, they're gonna give us another goddamn games. Thing. They certainly E3. are. A game showcase is going to be happening at 43 now. It's going to be amazing, but that's going to be its own episode if the last one's any to go, anything yeah, to go by. I think we will do that. Um, but the other thing, the last thing that I, I posted was I retweeted someone uh, from at not quite Frodo, which is I love Soldier 76's uh, new voice line. I am gay and playing as me makes you gay. And how his alt sends an email to your dad that reads, Dad, I'm gay. Um, this is after the news, of course, that uh, came out with a short story to do with another, a different character that uh, was in a romantic relationship with Soldier 76 back in the day uh, and confirming they both identify as uh, as gay. Um, and yeah, you can imagine what the community's <laughs> like right now. Um, so Honestly, yeah. Joel, on, on, those same, on that same sort of topic, uh, a guy I follow, Manfight Dragon, uh, Lance McDonald, he tweeted a, he, um, a pitch, a bunch of pictures of like him updating 76's voice lines on the wiki. Oh my god! It's basically just the regular voice lines with "and I like men" added to the end. <laughs> Brilliant! I love it. Honestly, some of them are funny. Oh like, man! They've got there's um, I'm on fire and I like men. <laughs> Get out of my way and I like men. <laughs> like it's just it's funny and of course the. The more putrid parts of the internet have bubbled to the surface, of course, just as expected. Yes. But uh, but yeah, that's all. It, that's but, all my activity. Yeah, Joel, can I, it was a nice little short story as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I do appreciate anytime I get Overwatch lore. I am. I must admit, I haven't actually read it myself yet. I'm going to read it before I go to bed tonight. It's nice. That's it's, my. Uh, looks like getting, it'll give us a new Arna skin as well, which looks sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. Interesting. Give us. A series. God damn it, Blizzard. Yeah, give us something like more consistent with lore yeah, drops. I wanna, yeah. I wanna see the like knowing what we know about characters like seventy six and Tracer, I wanna see those things sort of happen. I wanna see them 
I don't know. It's it's cool, like reading about it in a comic or in a short story, like of seventy six. But it'd be so good to see these characters sort of actually. I don't know. It's weird to describe, but I want to see them go further with it. Yeah, of course. I think it would be very cool. But hey, who knows? It's for, for Blizzard. Overwatch is still young, so yeah. who knows? This, this could be the year that everything changes for Overwatch. So we'll have to wait and see. It could. It could. Who knows? But uh, that's it then. I will let our wonderful theme song see us out. We will catch you guys next week for a regular episode of the 2019 season of Dialogue Options. See ya. Bye. Player one. Player two. Prepare yourself. Options podcast.